0: Lots of really, really good stuff happening. I can't wait to get to all of it. This is Optimism Wednesday on Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. A great day in Indiana sports history. I will tell you why in a moment. Colts, Patriots, just going to be unbelievable. We're going to talk about Josh McDaniels. Are you kidding me? Doesn't regret not coming to the Colts? Are you insane? Please, please we'll talk about that. I use recruiting class Pacers Bucks tonight. Let's get to all of it. This is brought to you by the great people at mybookie, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code KentSterling. They will double your initial deposit up to 250 bucks. How about that? Bet anywhere, anytime, anything with mybookie. Let's talk about the Colts and the Patriots. First of all, this is what this is the nonsense that happens with the media. So somebody from the media asks Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator of the Patriots, do you regret not going to Indianapolis when you backed out of the deal at the last minute and you stayed with New England? Nobody has hired him since. Frank Reich has been here almost four years. has gone to the playoffs twice, likely to go to the playoffs a third time in four years. Of course he regrets it, but what is he going to say? He says, no, I I don't regret a thing, because nobody ever says that they regret anything in the media. Of course Josh McDaniels regrets it. It was idiotic. It was stupid. It was a nonsensical decision, and it showed that he was the wrong guy for the job. And thank God he backed out, and that Frank Reich was given the job, because Frank Reich is the right guy for this job at this current time. Josh McDaniels would not have been. Sometimes we're saved from ourselves where it comes to hiring people. And Chris Ballard was saved from himself. Tried to make a splash move with Josh McDaniels. Splash moves. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. In this case, I don't think it would have. The Frank Reich move has worked. Now, I got issues with Frank Reich. But overall, am I happier to have him as a head coach than I would be with Josh McDaniels? You bet your ass. Colts. Two and a half point favorites, Saturday night against the Patriots, if they win, when they win, it's Optimism Wednesday, all is possible. A win gives them an 87% likelihood of going to the playoffs. A loss that would drop to 47%, so that they're going to win, it's Optimism Wednesday, is a really, really good thing. Really good thing. Get that done. All is there for you if somehow or another you can win the following week in Glendale, Arizona against the Cardinals. Oh, then things get interesting because this coming week, the Titans, they play at Pittsburgh, tough place to win. And then if the Titans somehow lose their next game, right, you got a real chance. All of a sudden, the odds to win the AFC South, jump to 47%. You could win the AFC South, and the overall number one seed in the AFC is still there for the Colts to get if some things fall in the right direction. And they could. You got to get the Chiefs to lose a couple of times, and you got to get the Chargers to lose after they beat the Chiefs. It's kind of a long and winding road, but the Colts could get there. They could be the number one overall seed. They could earn home field advantage throughout the playoffs. They could earn that first-round bye, Or if they lose on Saturday, and we don't even like to talk about that because, again, it's Optimism Wednesday, and why bring up, why bring up a, a negative kind of thing? But you lose. Your odds of doing anything in the playoffs go straight through the floor. This is a fascinating year, both in the NFC and the AFC. You have a cluster of teams. A giant number of teams still in the playoff hunt this late in the game. Through 13 games, you still got like 13 teams in the AFC who could get there. That's unbelievable. This game, Saturday night, is huge for the Colts. It's huge for the Patriots, too. And that's why it's a lot of fun. All right. Uh, The injury report today, Bobby Okereke didn't practice. He's got an illness. For the Patriots, and then Jack Doyle was limited. He's got an ankle. He's going to be fine. He'll go on Saturday. Damian Harris, the running back for the Patriots. He is still limited with a hamstring. It's, uh, you know what, it's trending as if kind of a coin flip on Saturday, whether Damian Harris is going to be able to play. Then you've got Chase Winovich, the, offen- or the outside linebacker. He was out today with an illness, Ronnie Perkins, Out today, he's an outside linebacker with an ankle. He may go on IR. Uh, Perkins, a backup-type guy. Winovich, a starter. I don't think it's going to have a lot to do with whether the Patriots come in here and win or the Colts take care of business and hand the Patriots a loss. This is just so much fun, though, right? uh, The middle of December, to have the Patriots roll into town who everybody in the city of Indianapolis absolutely loathes, right? Tom Brady gone or not, Julian Edelman gone or not. You know, I know that these aren't, this isn't Mike Vrabel. You know, this isn't that era of Patriots who who really corrupted in oh so many ways the enjoyment we might have had celebrating a bunch of championships in the 2000s with Peyton Manning. We hate that team. We don't like Bob Kraft. We mock him for his behavior. Bill Belichick, you gotta mock, right? I I mean, somebody who's that arrogant about the game of football, at least with Frank Reich, you know this. Like Frank Reich wants to win football games and he wants to win a championship in the same way that Tony Dungy did. But these guys, they kind of have a higher purpose to their life. All Bill Belichick wants to do in his life is win football games And that's just silly. It's just silly that winning football games is the overarching passion for this human being. It's silly. John Wooden knew. As many championships as John Wooden won at UCLA, he knew that there was more to life than basketball, and in teaching college students how to live their life was just as important as winning championships. Bill Belichick just doesn't get it. It's all about winning. It's not about being a human being. It's not about being a decent guy. It's all about winning. So yes, it's not that we hate him. It's that we pity him a little bit because he has never been exposed or has never embraced a level of wisdom that would let him understand how life works and balance in life. And that's a shame. However, it makes him a whole lot of fun to kick his ass right? And that's what's going to happen Saturday night at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts are going to kick the Patriots ass because let's be honest about it. The Patriots aren't that good. 19th best run defense in the NFL. And who have they played? They played some good teams, but in bad weather or teams that have had huge injury issues. If you play the Titans and you don't have Derrick Henry, they don't have Derrick Henry. Who'd you really beat? You know, they've got the, the Titans, they had a pretty good threesome coming into the season. All three guys were on the shelf when the Patriots beat them. Sure, you're going to beat them. They beat the Titans. They beat the Jets a couple of times. They beat the Browns when the Browns didn't have Nick Chubb. They beat uh, Buffalo in a damn hurricane, for God's sake. I mean, winds were blowing 50 miles an hour. What value does that wind have? They, they threw the ball three times in that game. This is a team that is not nearly as impressive on tape as they are in their record. They're the number one seed right now in the AFC. They do not play like a number one seed, and the Colts are just the opposite. They're a six seed at, six, at seven and six. However, they're playing like a number one seed. The, the Colts, since starting the season 0-3, and and that's kind of when this thing got rolling, right? Obviously. They got rolling at 0-3. They have outscored opponents in those following 10 games by a total of 121 points. That is 12.1 points per game in regulation. All right, so we're kind of cheating there because they lost the two games in overtime. The one to the Ravens, the one to the Titans. And they lost straight up in regulation to the Bucs. The only game since that 0-3 start the Colts have lost in regulation. This is a team that is playing really well. That defense is going out and getting the football. The offense is protecting the football, and nobody in the NFL has a running game as dynamic as the Colts. Averaging 5.1 yards per carry, Jonathan Taylor is awesome, an MVP candidate. Are the Colts going to win this game? you damn right the Colts are going to win this game. First of all, it's Optimism Wednesday, so I'm contractually obliged to say stuff like that. However, I do 100% believe that the Colts are going to win this game. And I, you know, I hate to write a bunch of checks that the Colts are going to have to go out and cash with their effort, but I don't think this is as tough a game as some of the games the Colts have already played this season. Then they go out to Arizona. Then you finish up the home part of the season against the Raiders. You travel to the Jaguars. This is setting up. Really, really nicely for the Indianapolis Colts. But they got to get Saturday done. You get Saturday done, things get really smooth from there. And then if you get the following Saturday done, if you win that game, oh my goodness, dare to dream the Indianapolis Colts could win the AFC South and be the number one seed in the AFC, earning home field advantage throughout the playoff and that uh, first round bye. Indiana. Really, really good recruiting class so far. Ranked 19th nationally. Indiana does not come in 19th in the recruiting wars. This, part of this is because of NIL. Part of it's because, you know what? They got a lot of snaps to divvy up. This team coming back, they didn't win a Big Ten game. You can get playing time here immediately in the Big Ten Uh, with the Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana, 20th, actually, in this recruiting class, and 4th in the Big Ten. Sadly, behind three teams who are also in the Big Ten East. You're behind Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. These divisions are not fair. I like the geographic split of the divisions, but my God, could the Big Ten West do something? Could they... Throw, like, a recruiting class in that could trump Indianas? For God's sake, Indiana with 19 recruits so far today, uh, their best class ever. Uh, Desan McCullough, absolutely the best recruit, highest-ranked recruit in program history, the number 58 player in the country. He's an edge rush guy who's played receiver. He's played safety. He's 6'5", 220, an explosive athlete. Uh, You've got... Five four-star guys. Four have signed. A fifth is Omar Cooper from LN, who is said to be solid, but he's not signed as yet. Notre Dame, number seven in the country. Purdue, number 38. Uh, They got Dominic James committed and signed today. He's a defensive lineman out of IMG. They got to recruit from the inside out. They got to take a page out of the Colts playbook They were pretty good this year on the exterior of the offense and the defense, but they didn't have much else. They had no offensive line, and the defensive pressure up front really didn't come in the form that it needed to, besides Micah McFadden, who did a whole lot of heavy lifting for that defense. At quarterback, they didn't get anybody yet. Tom Allen says that's the first priority. He is going to sign a transfer. He is going to sign a high school kid to come in and and fight for that job with McCully and with Tuttle, and we'll see what happens. But they absolutely have a desperate need at quarterback. Tom Allen's aware of it. We'll see what happens. They've hired their offensive coordinator. Hopefully he can get somebody in the fold who can take snaps, deliver the football on time and on target, and maybe he's got some wheels, and maybe he can stay healthy. It's been a long time since Indiana had a starting quarterback who could stay healthy? And, of course, I'm talking about Michael Pinnocks and his inability to stay healthy. Tomorrow morning, we get at it again, baby. I can't wait to... You know, this just... How much fun is this? Pacers, Bucks tonight, and granted, the Bucks don't have anybody. You know, Giannis isn't going to play. We don't know whether Middleton's going to play. He's got the knee. Dante DiVincenzo isn't going to play. Got six players who aren't going to play. What the Pacers are missing right now is Rick Carlisle, who's on the COVID list. I can live without Rick Carlisle. It's been a while since Rick Carlisle's made a bucket. Hit subscribe, punch like, ring the bell, let's go, get you a copy of Oops, digitally delivered if you buy the audiobook at audible.com. You can listen to it on audible.com or you can get the hardcover. Uh, we don't do paperback. I'd write a book to have it in paperback, for God's sake. So get the hardcover book, 37 Mistakes I've Made, Learned From. You read the book. You don't have to make the mistakes yourself in order to learn from them. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent brought to you by the great people at my bookie. Let's go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?